What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, we've got an amazing guest. This person has knocked on over 100,000 doors, and he is just a great testament to the kind of success you can have that anyone can have in real estate if you stay dedicated to a set of actions for a long enough period of time and do it consistently. Welcome to the show, Stephen Ross. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today, Stephen? Awesome. Uh, before we jump into your amazing story and your your very uh, great advice that I hope I hope a lot of people will take, uh, give us a little bit of your background and how you got to where you are right now. Well, I'll just preface it by uh, you know I am a realtor. I still sell real estate. I live in Denver, Colorado, but I'm from Southern California. I'm from LA. It's where I got my license. And I'm the worst person to be a real estate agent, like the worst. I'm antisocial, I'm introverted, I don't work nights or weekends, I don't, I don't do open house, can't find me online. Like the worst person to be in this business. And yet I got in this business in 2005 because I had been in uh, the corporate world, I'd done a startup, I'd been in technology and consulting and I, I my Third child was born six weeks after I got my real estate license. And I thought, I want to be home, raise my kids. I don't want to be commuting. I don't want to be working 15 hours a day. I don't, I don't want, you know, I don't want to do any of that stuff anymore. And, uh, you know, it seemed like a simple business, right? Isn't that what happens to all of us? We get in this business, we're like, oh, come on, this is easy. Look at all these people making money. And I thought that was me. And then a couple months in, I'm like, man, I am just not, I'm not doing well. And uh, I did a, a, at the time I was with Cobalt Banker and anyone who was with Cobalt Banker in the old days, certainly in Southern California, they made you do this two week training called Fast Start. And somewhere in the last week, they brought in this real estate coach and he said, it's a very simple business, knock on heads, knock on doors, pick one. And I thought, dude, seriously, knocking on doors? I'm UCLA grad, I've worked on Wall Street. I'm not knocking on doors, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, and this is LA, I'm not knocking on doors. And, uh, but you know, I had three kids to feed and I realized, holy crap, I better, I am not talking to enough people, I better try this knocking on doors thing. And that literally was the beginning, right, of my 17 year career in real estate was knocking on doors. And, I and this never, was this was out in in uh, Southern California. In California, and if anyone's listening from that part of town in Ventura County and Westlake Village, Thousand Oaks area is where I used to live, and uh, that's where I started. And how? Um, so what? 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 Do you kind of precisely remember what moved you from? Okay, this is something that can create business for me to this is something I need to go do. Like, I actually need to go do this. You know, yeah. what, what, what was that moment like, if you, well, if you recall? 
Well, I mean, I think there's a couple things there. I mean, the first is I, I did realize at some point, you know, after listening to that coach who is still my coach today, uh, is that uh, real estate is not rocket science. Right? It, is, it is a very simple business. It is not easy, but it is simple. There is nothing uh, complicated about selling real estate. You just got to go out and talk to people. Uh, or you can build it marketing. But if you go out and talk to people, you will do business. And because I'm an introvert and I don't naturally want to go talk to people, I realize that I have to, I've got to do something to force myself to talk to people. And that really was the kind of come to holy moment, right? That I had to deal with myself and get over that hump. How, um, how was it when you first started? Were you, were you nervous? Did you practice, uh, you know, beforehand, you know, what was it, what was it like those first couple of times? Terrible. Doing it? it was, <laughs> it was terrible, man. I was lousy at it. And the first, this was uh, so 2005. So those first six, those second six months of 2005 is when I started knocking and I was lousy. I mean, lousy, you know, not good at all. And, and here's the thing. I still did some business, right? Just because I was out trying, right? I found business. And then of course, you know, if you keep at it and you're paying attention and you have a commitment to getting better, you can get better. But I, I think really the, the first part was just dealing with, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's okay to be not good at this. Um, because my why, right? My why was I had three kids to feed and I was not going to quit real estate. So I had to find a way to make this work. And again, knocking on doors has been around forever. This was not like a new thing. This isn't like TikTok ads or I don't even know how TikTok works, but right. You know. <laughs> there's, there's ads on it now. There, there weren't when it first came out, but now yeah, people are doing ads there. But. So yeah, it was just really come to terms with, you know, I, this, I'm going to pick one thing and this is going to be my thing. Yeah, I think, I think that's powerful, whether it's, and I tell agents this, I think when they start off, a lot of times they, they, they get kind of scatterbrained. Uh, they, they just chase little shiny objects and they never do it enough. And if you can find a way to just focus on a particular market segment or, or marketing technique and then get really good at that, you know, you'll, you'll see dramatic results if, if you give it enough time. How much, how much time did it take for you uh, doing this until you started to see success from it? I mean, I'm going to give the answer that nobody wants to hear, right? This is the hyper fast agent and I'm hyper slow, <laughs> but I'm the hare, or, you know, then the tortoise and the hare, I'm the tortoise, right? So I am pr proof that even, even the slow guy can, can finish well. And I would, so I was in California for four years before I moved to Colorado. I would say by year it's not that I wasn't doing business in years one, two, and part of three, but by year four, things started to, you know, have some movement. Of course, then I picked up and started all over again in Colorado. Um, but the point is that the consistency, right? The consistent consistency of showing up every day 
um, you never know how it's all connected. You never know how people are um, um, well, you never know how people are connected and you don't know how all our actions always end up in the universe, right? It just has a magical way of kind of coming out in the end. Right. And so part of knocking on doors was just stirring the pot, right? I'm gonna go out and figure out a way to make something happen. I don't know what that is, but it's something. Hey, hold that thought. Do you wanna get 100 tips for free from my best-selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent? If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. Well, I, I think that oftentimes there's, there's like two categories of results. There are vi visible ones, like in this case would be like people signing a contract with you or making a sale, but there's invisible ones, right? So, you know, as you're doing this, you were building the habit of doing it. You were gaining more confidence. You were getting better at talking to people. Um, other people maybe were thinking about using you, but not yet, right? So all these things are happening that you're not seeing, um, right? And then all of a sudden, like, you know, I don't know your, your story in particular, but in a lot of cases, uh, all of a sudden, a bunch, of, a bunch of deals come, right? And people like, oh, wow, that happened overnight. Well, no, a lot of stuff was happening and the results were there. You just didn't see it, but, but a lot of people give up during that period. So that, that's, that's absolutely the case. And I, I have a story, I think I tell it in my book, I'm pretty sure I do, that um, when I moved to Colorado, maybe my third year here, so 2011-ish, I think it was, I decided I was going to do the August 5,000. I was going to knock on 5,000 doors in the month of August. Now, little did I know when I started that, that that was going to be the hottest August on record in Colorado, <laughs> right? So here I am, day five, fifth straight day of 90 plus degree heat, which in Colorado is a, is a is a deal because you're so high up, you've got the sun, it's hot, it's uncomfortable. And so to hit 5,000 doors, I'm out four or five hours a day. It's brutal. And, uh, you know, and now my clients are calling me, hey, how's it going? So I've created some accountability. People know I'm up to doing this. And uh, I finished that month and I knocked on 4,600 doors. I didn't get to 5,000. Do you know how many deals I did out of those doors the next month? Zero, zero, because um, the very next deal I did was one day in the middle of that month, sweat, sweaty, hot, exhausted. I, I come in in the afternoon to pick up my daughter from ballet practice and I'm sitting next to one of the moms and uh, next week we're out looking at property. And then they referred me to somebody else and they referred me to somebody else, right? So the next three deals had nothing to do with the doors, zero. Um, of course, in the next six months, I did seven deals from those doors. So it, it, like you said, right, we never know what's around the corner. We never know when all of that activity is actually going to end up in something. And I think how many, most how many hours did it take you to knock on 5,000 doors? 
I think if I remember right, I'd have to go back to my Excel file, but I want to say I was averaging between four and five hours a day. And I was out, I think, uh, like 20 or 22 days that month, 21 days that month, something like that. So, so what is that? So that's 80 hours, maybe? 80 yeah, 80, 80 hours led to seven deals within six months. I mean, it's still still pretty good numbers <laughs> yeah maybe it was five i can't remember yeah. it was whatever it was it was right in the in the immediacy right just here's where people get hung up i need to do business someone told me i should knock on doors or make cold calls or whatever they get told to do but let's use door knocking for this example they go knock on doors for a week or two weeks or three weeks or a month and they're like see nothing's happening and the answer is how do you know right? It's not always an immediate effect. It's not the 1970s anymore. Selling real estate's a lot more sophisticated, particularly in high price cities. Um, so it's just a different game. You just don't know how it's all connected. What, uh, what, what do you typically say when you knock on, on people's doors? I mean, let's, let's be honest. When you're knocking on someone's door, here's two things that we know is true. There's two things we know is true. One, I'm trespassing on your property. That's the <laughs> first thing. <laughs> and the second thing is I'm interrupting your day because we do not have a scheduled appointment. And I figured this out early on. So my approach is a little different because I'm acknowledging those two things up front. And so I have three intentions when I'm at the door. One, I am there to leave people better off than when I found them not because I'm some real estate messiah, right? Which I'm not, um, but because of those two things that I just stated, can I have an intention to leave someone better off even if it's just smiling and saying, have a great day, right? Second thing, uh, look, I have three kids to feed. I'm looking for now business. Not, you know, when your kids, you know, someone says, oh, I'm, we're gonna move when my kids, when our kids graduate high school. Great, what, uh, what grade are they in now? Fifth grade, forget it, I could care less, right? That's too far away. Um, and then the third thing is, uh, how can I be of service, right? Because the odds of someone moving the day I knock on the door, pretty low. But in terms of creating a relationship, how can I be of service? So I'm never trying to get anything at the door. I'm never trying to get their phone number, their email, any of that stuff. I'm there to connect and give. And that is just a much different approach than most people have. I'm not saying mine's right and others are wrong. I'm just saying for me, that's what's worked over the years. That's what's kept me going through COVID when I couldn't be at the doors where all these relationships I've created from people at the door. How, how do you kind of get that, that opening, right? Cause like people come to the door, they're probably, someone probably like, why is this guy on my property? Um, you know, how do you, convince them that you just want to learn more about how you can help them. How yeah. Does, how does that even work? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, you bring up a good point. It's, it's the, are they even open to having a conversation? Because if they're not great, have a great day. I'll see you. I'll see you later. I'm out. I'm not there to turn a no into a yes. That's just a low probability game that I, it's, doesn't work for me. I'd rather spend my time finding the people who are a yes. So that's the first thing. That's the first thing I'm testing for. And then um, when you do that, when you give people an opportunity to say no, hey, no, I'm not interested. All right, great. See ya. 
um, then you have time to go focus on the people who are happy you came by. Gotcha. Um, any, and did you have any like crazy stories from, from, you know, doing this so many times or. Just well, we don't have enough time to cover all of them. There's <laughs> lots of them. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, uh, I'll, I'll, the, you know, I've had people, you know, I've, I've swarms of bees, snakes, all kinds of that nonsense. I've had a guy come to the door, you know, gun on, you know, gun on his hip, you know, hand oh, on wow. his gun. Uh, you know, so those are kind of crazy, but I would say the two me, the two worst people, hands down, meanest, nastiest, worst experiences were um, two realtors, not at the same time, but they were equally as nasty. And it's a great room. I, I always, whenever I, think about them are, are remind me I don't want to be that person right I don't want to be that that scarcity um, just nasty person that just leaves people uh, worse off that is never who I want to be right because in this business most of the time it's a it's a collaboration we're collaborating with our clients we're collaborating with the other agent and for those those two agents to come to the door and just be so, nasty right to a fellow realtor um just a great reminder of our perspective makes a huge difference wow um yeah i i i think that is a great reminder so thank you for that um what or, or how, how did you structure this because you mentioned earlier in the introduction that you don't work nights and weekends so are you you're knocking on the doors from like you know, nine nine a.m. to to two or something, and then and then how do you how do you go like service the client too? If you're you know if you're doing so many hours of door knocking in the day, I assume like like how do you structure it? Basically? Yeah, well, I mean, I only knocked five hours a day that one month. I mean, I have done it occasionally, but typically, you know, I have a schedule. So nothing, again, no rocket science. Have a schedule. I knock on doors at the same time every day. I, you know, I haven't been during COVID, but up through COVID, I went 11 to two, sometimes 11.30 to two or 11.30 to 2.30. It was winter. Maybe I started at noon because it was a little warmer, but 11.30 to two is kind of my sweet spot. So uh, that's when I go. I don't schedule anything during that time. During the morning, I have all my pre-stuff and in the afternoon, I have appointments, right? The selling real estate is not, uh, houses don't bleed to death, as right. they say. So there are no real emergencies in real estate. And if I can't be unavailable, air quotes, uh, for two and a half hours around lunchtime, like seriously, <laughs> there's plenty of time to take care of the clients. Yeah, I think I think you just you have to set expectations up front. So. I'm, I'm assuming you have this conversation with a new seller or buyer client up front and maybe some people it doesn't work for and, and great. You'd uh, rather learn about it now than get halfway down the road with them. Is that that's right. Is that, is that, so that's kind of how it goes. You, you have the conversation up front and you tell them like, these are when I work and, and we'll, we'll get a good job done, but it's going to be during these time periods. Yeah. I work Monday through Friday, nine to nine to five, nine to six. Saturday by appointment and you're not going to get me on a Sunday. 
unless it's an emergency. Like, you know, look, we are in a hot market. Sometimes the only if I'm representing a buyer, the only the only time to submit the offers on Sunday, then I will make those calls on a Sunday. But otherwise, I'm not picking up my phone, not checking email, not responding to stuff. It's, it's my day off. What? Um, so, so most of your business, I guess you started in, in, in California. Most of it kind of happened after you moved to Colorado. Um, have you built, you know, beyond yourself? Do you have other people that help you or that you've hired or, you know, or is it basically all you? It's, I mean, the, I'm now part of a different brokerage. We were a boutique before. And so the, the brokerage had a lot of support. So I really could just prospect, lead generate, whatever, uh, go on appointments, negotiate. And we had staff that took care of everything else. That was great. Became part of a different brokerage. Some of that support went away. <laughs> so right, I had to find some more help. Um, but it's mostly me, a good transaction manager and a good virtual assistant. And then from time to time, I'll bring on a mentee. And then that, that mentee, for, and it's only a fixed amount of time. Like I'm not hiring someone for years. It's, you know, six months to a year. And shout at me and then you know, they do some errand running for me. And how many how many deals and, and volume and all that can you do in a year uh, with, with this model? Oh, you could do way more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lazy. Remember, I, I, <laughs> I want to work 20 hours a week on average. Per, you know, that's my average week. And I can do 10 million a year, sell 20 homes, give or take a couple uh, pretty reliably. And again, remember, not being online, not doing any marketing, not working very hard. Caveat, that's a bad idea. I do not recommend anyone replicate that model. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you have a client that needs to buy or sell a home in the DMV area? Then why not trust the highest selling team in the DMV, the Kerry Scholl team? We've helped thousands of buyers and sellers and would love to help your clients. And we guarantee we will save them time money and stress throughout the process and they will be so grateful that you referred them to us. Go to carryshoal.com to learn more. Again, that's carryshoal.com to learn more about sending us your clients that need to buy or sell a home in the DMV area. That's carryshoal.com. My point is, if you get really good at one thing, mine was connecting to people at the door and you do it consistently over time, you can be successful. And so where most agents get caught up is, well, I have to do everything. Right. You can't do everything, right? Well, I, I think the other, you know, you, you've hit on a lot of great points. And I think just putting someone together, like this isn't rocket science. Anyone can figure out how to knock on a door and talk to someone. And you've created a system where working less than half the time that most people work, you can, you can do 10 million in closings a year and you don't have huge amounts of expenses uh, under this model, I assume. So, you know, you can, you can probably make pretty close to the top one or 2% of what like all wage earners are getting, but you're working a lot less. Am, am I 
kind of that's exactly it this. yeah that is exactly it <laughs> you know that's what affords me to go you know i was at every baseball game every dance practice i picked them up from school picked them up from religious school i picked you know go on for summer vacation you know perfect example this is just this is going to blow people's mind so i usually take vacation I say usually because it you know varies by a couple of days, but I always take the first week of July off. You know, the July 4th holiday. I'm off usually for a week to 10 days. Two years ago, I take my kids. Uh, it's just me and my three kids. We go on a cruise and we're somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. So my phone's off for days. And we finally port. I turned on my phone and I had, um, you know, shame on me. I didn't, I, I didn't, forward my phone to anyone i didn't have anyone actually checking my phone for a few days so i turned on my phone and it's a longtime client and there's like you know seven messages or four messages dude where are you we want to move blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> i call him i'm like brian i'm in mexico you know i take a week off in july he's like oh that's right oh have a good time call me when you get back <laughs> <laughs> and that's how most of my clients are because that's what I, the relationship I've created with them, right? I have a life, so do them, you know, so do they. And, you know, so they respect my boundaries um, because they know when I'm on, I'm on for them, right? I'm there, I'm their warrior, I'm their champion. I'm there to get them through the transaction or whatever else they need. I, th I think, um, I mean, you bring up a good point. Like you've created those relationships, you get that loyalty. I'd probably set up some type of messaging forwarding or something but of course um, you know it's a it's a great point that you can just shut it off and and leave and literally not take you know one one second of preparation like and it, and it still works right yeah i mean that that's why i say i'm the worst person i know i should have had better system i mean now i do i've learned but right even having terrible terrible is the wrong word having non not efficient systems Again, if the relationship is strong and you're serving your clients when you're on, um, that usually trumps all things. Again, not saying I shouldn't have better systems, right? But again, people get hung up on, well, I don't know what I put on my message and how do I, no, just focus on what your standards are and explain them to your clients and then find clients that meet your expectations, that match your standards. It's very simple. What, um... What, what other, do you do anything to like invest in real estate or create sources of income, you know, outside of, of you know, the, the commission part of the job? You know, I, <laughs> embarrassing, I listened to a couple of the guests you've had who've done really well investing. You know, I moved here. Part of the reason I moved here, so the answer is no. I moved here 12 years ago from California thinking it's way more affordable. I'll invest in real estate. I'll be able to make more money because I know that's where you make real money. And then, you know, I started my business and then I got divorced and I'm raising three kids, mostly, you know, no offense to my co-parent, but, you know, mostly by myself. Uh, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't spend a lot of time on that. And here I am right now uh, realizing that it's a big missing. So uh, it's an actual, I mean, it's a massive focus for the next decade for me. Well, and you've, you've got, you've got the book, obviously, right? That brings in some, some royalties or passive income. Yep. I've got the book and, um, you know, my goal is to have people be well and do well, and which includes myself. 
And part of that is having a life that works, right? So my real estate business works and now putting some of that money to work so that it's not all dependent on me, right? Knocking on a door. What What is the book about there? I see it behind you, doors open when you knock. Uh, tell us a little bit about the, about the book. So the book is not about door knocking per se, although it does, it does so if you're looking on how to door knock, that won't tell you that. Um, but it will tell you what it takes to persevere over time, right? So it's how do we show up consistently over time in a business that calls for anything but that. And if we can show up day in, day out and do the right things, we can have a life that works in a business. And that's what I chronicle in the book. Yeah, I, I, I think that principle, that you know, overall, just, just thought process is, is more important than the tool itself, right? Like door knocking was the tool for you. For some people it will be geo farming. For some people it will be calling expireds or FISBOs. You know, for some people it might be building a social network. For some people it's going to be, you know, I have a client that I work with, another real estate agent in my group. He built, he did 120, he did 120 open houses a year, year in, year out, right? He revolved his whole business around open house. Great, right? He had a system, you know what he did it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, some on two a day, right? There's no one way to do it, but he did not miss a weekend, right? He showed up every weekend. And and yeah, so he was he was committed to that process, just like you were committed to the door knocking and 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 that i think is is the big takeaway from all of this is that commitment to a set of actions uh, and being able to to do it long enough right is, is what will bring the results yeah that's the key word right you got to have patience gotta have, i mean in, a, in this world of instant gratification here you and i are different parts of the country on right on zoom uh, we're used to having things you know right now and uh, the success in a business, real success, lasting success, usually, not always, usually just takes time. I agree. It takes time. Stephen, this has been amazing. Uh, your story is very inspirational and a lot of great lessons. I, I you know, recommend anyone listening, check out the book, Doors Open When You Knock. Before we wrap up here, I always end with a hyper fast round if you're ready for some quick questions and answers bring it on bring it on all right what's your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent uh my i mean i would say knock on doors if you're in a, in a part of the country because it's really the simplest thing to do but it really pick something i don't really care what it is and just say i'm going to do this one thing for a year just pick one thing and and just i'm gonna do that one thing in my business for one year and just see what happens What's a mistake you see experienced agents make, uh, you know, su successful but and experienced, but, you know, mistake they make? I mean, I don't know that it's a mistake. I just see so many great agents really feel like they need to work seven days a week. I mean, these are good agents with good clients and strong track records, and they've got some wiring in them something that tells them you know that they can't af they're afraid to take time off they're afraid to not work a sunday or i don't know what it is i just feel like um 
they're working so hard, doing such a great job for their clients, you know, working time for yourself. What's the biggest challenge you've had in business and how did you overcome it? I'm going to, can I, can I give two quick answers? Yeah. Yeah. Two is fine. Okay. <laughs> because I think this one's, you know, it's very humbling for me. Um, this first part is, you know, when I got here to Colorado at the end of 08, beginning of 09, the market, the economy was in a shambles. And so I moved to Colorado in the business about knowing, you know, connecting people and property. I didn't know anything about the property in Colorado and I didn't know any people. And uh, I had some savings, but not tons. And so I would knock on doors during the day and wait tables at night, right? Waiting tables was not plan B. That was just temporary cash coming in while I was out building my real estate business. It was a very humbling experience. I've never forgotten it. And um, so that was a good lesson in just doing whatever it takes. And sometimes it's something you really don't feel like doing. Uh, and then the second piece of it is, once I got going, I really did not appreciate and nurture the people who I connected to fast enough. I just said, I'm going to knock on doors. And I'll just keep knocking on doors, totally mm -hmm. ignoring the fact that if I paid a little more attention to the people who were most receptive to me and nurtured them more through a CRM and through my database, I would have been much further ahead, much faster. I really, it really just, for whatever reason, um, didn't resonate with me. And so the lesson is whatever you're doing, you know, there's people who we're going to meet who really value who we are and make sure they're um, always at the top of our list to stay in touch with. I just think that was a big, I just made a huge mistake in that area. Uh, what, what would we find you doing when you're not knocking on doors or helping people buy and sell homes? <laughs> Uh, I, like I said, I'm the introvert. I write, I drink coffee, I hike, I spend time with my kids. That's what I do. <laughs> All right. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? 10 years from now? I mean, my goal is to be well and do well, and which means helping others do that. So I really spending more time helping others, not just in real estate, but in other training and advisory services. Um, flying my private plane and splitting my time between uh, Colorado and Arizona and then a summer mountain home. That's my dream. All right. That, that sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show, Stephen, and just the extremely valuable lessons that you taught. Uh, before I sign off, if, uh, if people want to learn more about, you know, door knocking or anything you're doing, what, what are the best ways for them to, to do that or to connect? Doorsopenwhenyouknock.com. All right. Super simple. Doorsopenwhenyouknock.com. Check it out. Thank you, Stephen, so much for being on the show. To all our listeners and viewers out there, thank you for tuning in. Please share this with someone that you think could benefit from learning as well. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.